Welcome back to another episode of Waves. Wagwan. What's up, Harry? I'm good, brother. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Uh, you know, I just been a long day and cold day. You know, on the cold. <laughs> my hair. Give me one second. I'm gonna fix my mic. Hold on. All good. Um, you know, guys. You know, I actually am looking to buy a new mic because I don't like my mic per se. I think I think it can be better. Right now, I look like an actor with my hair, bro. I have the actor flow right now. I have what you call the Brad Pitt flow. Yeah, now I'm good. Now I'm ready to go. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Waves. My name is Mohammed here with Osama. Uh, thank you for guys. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, my God. There's a cat. It just jumped out of nowhere. Thank you guys for listening. And uh, uh, okay. <laughs> we really sure appreciate the love and support. Make sure to follow us at Waste 2 on Instagram. Mohammed. Follow Osama like at his page, Akusa300. And my page is Global. New episodes every week. Better content. Make sure to hit us hey, up. Lord. If you have any uh, things you want Dude. us to talk about, if you want to come on the show, let yeah, us okay. know. And we really appreciate the love, support, and the feedback. And, yeah, so it's been a while. Uh, Osama, are you, are you there? You're kind of tuning out. Hello? Okay. I think we're back now. I think we gotta, I think we gotta disconnect. Yeah, you're good now. You're good now. All right. Um, yeah. So, cool. Let's just start it off. Perfect. 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 Uh, so yeah, as far as today's episode, as far as the topic, I haven't had a chance to talk to Osama yet. So there's no like general topic as far as the focus of today's episode. So I guess it just be whatever comes to mind. Uh, first thing that comes to mind for myself is right now, today's October 28th. I know one week from now, the world's going to be totally different. Why? Because on November 3rd, we'll find out who the new president is. And obviously, it's going to change the landscape of the world as we know it, as mm-hmm. fate was the, would decide. Um, we're not going to talk about who to vote for. Not really that type of show. We're not a political show. But at the same time, obviously... It is very, very tough not to uh, have feedback or opinions on the totality of what's going to happen the day after November 3rd, because America, as we know, will be in the shape that you want to be or become a totally different kind of beast that you're not prepared for. So it's, uh, it's one of those things. Yeah. Um, so absolutely, I feel that's actually a great topic in mind. Obviously, for Americans who are living in Canada or living abroad, we do obviously it is definitely a big decision. Obviously, as Mohammed said we're not going to tell you who to vote for, but it is important that you do vote because you, your voice does count. As if obviously you don't, like if you want the person to win, then you always got to go out of your way and vote and make sure that your vote is secured. Because to me, honestly, it made no sense for people to do not vote. Like, you're wasting your vote. And then you start complaining about things not happening. Well, it's your fault because you, that one vote could actually could have actually helped. Yeah, yeah. And it's one of those things, humans, we take everything for granted. So, obviously, things that we know that we're supposed to do, we just let it go by. And then eventually it builds up to things that you can't even stop yourself from even fathoming in the future. So, obviously, as we know it, we learned from the last election, we didn't take it serious as far as voting matters. So when Trump won through electoral college votes, we realized that, okay, four years later, we have to be more proactive uh, before it even gets to that point, uh, which people actually did when it came to 
uh, the votings in the earlier process as far as those stages. And at the same time, to be honest, man, it's like whatever is written is destined and nothing can change that. So if if it's the reality that you do not like, but it was the reality that was set forth, then by all means, what are you going to do with the willpower and the strength and the understanding that you have at that moment to still implement a change that you want to see? Because, yeah, so it doesn't mean that the fact that something that happened to you in life is, that means that the thing that you're going after is over. Still, you have the capability of setting forth a new paradigm and what you want to see. So you got to take those steps regardless. Well, you already see a lot of American celebrities already promoting or endorsing their candidates. They obviously want to vote, whether it may be uh, Trump or Biden. In my and obviously, my, obviously we're Canadian, so we ain't voting for for neither, just because in our problem. However, any experience obviously voting for your own prime minister or own president within your country, I believe it's actually really important to vote for a lot of reasons. A, you get to align yourself with the party that you want to vote for, and two, you you feel safer that if the party were to win, that you don't have to deal with the BS the the other party that you do you don't have to, you you don't have to deal with the BS. Of the party that you don't want to win. And obviously, debates, you've seen the debates, like only two debates because women debates got canceled due to Trump getting COVID. A lot of people say it might be conspiracy theory, but anyways, long story short, there are two debates which are really, should show, I guess you could say three because obviously the vice, pres- the vice presidential debate as well. So you have those three debates, so I'll basically go back and see who the right candidate is. You want to further your country for the for the parents who are obviously have kids. They they want to make sure their kids are growing in a better America. For the teenagers, to, and actually, you know, was reading there was CNN was saying um, actually recently that the youth are much more involved this year within the election, which is really important because the youth make up majority of the states now. We we need the world. The world doesn't need us. So it means that we are. Loses at the end of the day. Why? Because the things that we receive that we do not want and that we do not intend for happens. Why? Because we do not take those steps in order to prevent those things from even happening in the first place. And that's what we do from generation to generation, from century to century. As time goes on, we do these very uh, maniacal steps that only propagates uh, a set of standards, really, that becomes the moral compass for society. And obviously, as we know, as people in this current generation, we want to live in a world that's peaceful, loving, beautiful, harmonious, and all these other things that we believe. And obviously that we're fighting for. And as you see in the protest, through in America, through Nigeria, through every country that's happening, because the youth is tired, the the youth has had enough, and they want a change. And by all means, by doing that, and by not letting the pedal off the metal, a new change will come. A change is going to come. And the great words of Sam Cook. But if we act as if it's only a one-time thing and we go back to the way things were, guess what? The world's never going to be the same again. Why? Because a disease just came into place that we've never seen. Countries are revolting against old regimes. So all these different things are happening in the world. So if we're going back to the old way of being passive and accepting, Boy, are we not ready for what's going to come once these new rules and regulations and things are being implemented into our daily lives? 
Well, you said it best. Obviously, obviously, the election is going to change how. Obviously, for a lot of people that don't know, obviously, Canada also gets affected by the, the American economy, right? So, obviously, we obviously don't want the wrong person, or doesn't we don't want the we want the best person that we in power to obviously lead the states and obviously help our economy grow and stimulate, and obviously we can have a good partner, but. Nonetheless, yeah, with obviously with COVID, COVID rising, you want someone who obviously is going to take the country seriously and ensure that there's a vaccine, help people recover much faster, and keep the community safe. Is safe. It's like now you see obviously so much crime rates going up, all, all this Black Lab Matter movement within the past couple months, not even like not even a year, like all this stuff has um, has passed, and like people are like continuously to forget about it. And I feel these are all things that people have to think about and say, hey. I don't want my kid ever to walk out the house to feel scared, to feel feared, or to feel ethnically, um, I guess, I don't know, man. Ethnically, I want to say ethnically disregarded because of his like, skin color or whatever, something, something like that. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, one thing, Osama, it's very simple at the time that we're living in. Why? Because all of us, all of us, not only the youth, but the middle ages, as well as the seniors, we all want something. And that's something, it's probably along the same lines, but as far as how we communicate and understand each other and care to listen to each other is why all these things are happening and why we can never, ever come to agreements no matter what time we live in. So it's it's one thing to want to change, but it takes another form of patience and also evolution to actually understand and listen to each other. Because until we can actually listen and understand your fellow brother and sister, elder, that person that looks up to you and has been alive more than you, mm-hmm. then the things that we want that's big, grand in scale and projection long-term for future generations is never gonna come if we can't even listen to each other for an hour debate or city hall meeting, or whatever kind of thing that's trying to bring people together, despite the cultures and religions. Well, people have, well, the, I don't think the cause, the cultures and religions should even matter at this point. Like, you're obviously, because look, being religious or being cultured doesn't mean you're a good person. Of course. Right? But you're all, it goes back to mannerisms and what you really stand for. So obviously, you said yourself, you can go back to the debates and just see who you align yourself with, whether it may be Trump, whether it may be Biden, whether it may be Kanye West. I'm pretty sure he's still on the ballot. Man, that guy needs to go to sleep. Which, <laughs> you know, it's funny. This is a side note, but apparently Jennifer Aniston went on public saying not to vote for Kanye West. And you guys yeah. Or something like that. <laughs> Kanye needs to go to sleep. Someone needs to, need to take him to bed, give him his pacifier, and just let him go to sleep. Ladies and gentlemen, there's one thing I want to say. By all means, if you don't know something, learn the information before saying something. But obviously, if you are a celebrity, a one-on person, still get the information before you seek in the public eye. Why? Because when you try to seek information in the public eye and you act as if you already know, you definitely misconfuse and you misguide the youth and the people that you're able to influence. So... Kanye West is a perfect example. That's the reason why I do not listen to most things that he says. Yes, a lot of things that he say is correct universally. 
as far as principles and concepts, yes, makes sense. But his actions and the way he goes forth about things, totally incorrect, inconceivable, and very uh, selfish to a degree and other reasons. But the point is, besides Kanye, because that's, that's Kanye's his own uh, kind of episodes or documentary, whatever he wants in his own eyes, the truth is we as a civilization cannot have what we want if we do not seek the permission of being allowed to speak with the permission of being allowed to seek the forgiveness and the help of our elders while cooperating with the youth. It's never gonna happen. Never, ever, ever is gonna happen. And that's why it's funny when you see things go along and all these uprisings and debates and debacles and fights and protesting, no matter where it is, what country, what culture, what issue, it all comes down to these simple core principles of just unity. Unity. Unity is very, very simple. In concept, but practice-wise, it's the hardest thing known to man. I can't even say known to man. Known to mankind. I can't say known to mankind. Known to humanity, if that's socially acceptable. Yeah. Humanity. If it's acceptable to humanity. Yeah, well, I guess... I don't want to say I don't want to say what they said they are responsible for because at the end of the day each person has their own life to live, but they are influencing certain traits or certain behaviors on people that are not becoming a day to day life, if that makes sense. Because you obviously saw with the Black Lives Matter with obviously George Floyd and like uh, I forget the I forget the girl the lady Rihanna Taylor passed away. Brianna Taylor, and obviously, um, all and all the stories from the past, whether it be, um, all, like all the other like people that lost a lot in the past, and obviously see now more. So, with the coronavirus, is obviously the biggest thing. Obviously, you saw when they when they went, when they was asked about it, how certain people responded and how people, certain people didn't, and I feel that is really not a joke because obviously COVID needs to be taken seriously, regardless of what, uh avenue we do take the these the, pre, the next president or i guess if trump wins again has to take it seriously and has to find a way to find a vaccine and to find a way to keep the, the american people safe because it is your country you have to ensure that no one has to fear leaving and i don't think they're taking precautions in terms of um like today i was we see it end bro i'm not sure if this is true or not but seventy thousand cases in one day that's a lot bro that's say that one more time osama that's a lot 70,000 cases, bro. That's a lot. Dude, that's actually a lot of cases. Imagine 70,000 cases one day in Canada. Bro, that's scary. You're just going to shut down the whole country. It's unreal. I actually forget that. Imagine 70,000 70, cases in one province. That's unreal. That's scary. They're going to shut down the country because at that point, you're getting, you're getting closer to the whole population. And for a president to be in power... You need, there's one thing you have to be taken seriously. It's 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 this because obviously President Trump got it and then he recovered in two days magically. Obviously, there's a lot of conspiracy theories in terms of um people say it's not COVID. He wanted to run, run away from the debate. Some people say it actually is COVID or whatever. Whatever the case might be, um the past is the past. Whoever does win on November third, 
this episode becoming this episode will be coming out November second, so you'll obviously hear our opinions and what we feel about the debate. We may we also make an episode after the whoever wins, which is definitely going to happen because we've been paying attention as Canadians watching the debate. But I do believe that these presidents don't are not responsible. But you are influencing certain people based on their behaviors. Like there should be no reason for people to host parties. Actually, one of our friends, a bunch of people, we realized. I was hosting a party. I'm like, bro, you know, you not know COVID's happening, bro, in the, in the states and where you live. So it's obviously unnecessary behavior. When obviously your president is not taking, when the president is not taking stuff seriously, how do you expect people to take you seriously? This is a really an important time for our people. That you, and I'm not even, not even talking about the states, but overall, as like the world, this is an important time. COVID is really important to take seriously, and you need someone that can 100. percent care for his people to make sure that no one else gets in and you don't have to wake up because someone else got in your family. Quick question, Osama. Let's say you have a garden. Let's say you have the most beautiful garden in the world. Majestic. It's powerful. Gorgeous. People come from around the world just to look from the outside. No one can get into the garden. Now, if you're allowed to if you're given the option of letting five people come into your garden for one hour, who would you let in? Okay. If I can let in five people for one hour in my garden, who would yep. I let in? Just my family. So your five, so your, the five people that you would let in is your family, right? Yeah, because they're the, definitely the closest ones to me. I think now. Now, I don't know who else. imagine that yeah, your family on. comes into your garden during the one hour. Beautiful, walking around, seeing all the plants, the trees, the insects that comes around, taking pictures, eating food, beautiful time. Now, at the end of the trip, once you guys come back around, you notice that there's three individuals in the garden. One is a homeless person who happened to be sleeping at the entrance of a garden. One is a thief who's trying to steal plants from the garden. And the third one is a person who cannot speak. So the person is a mute. What is your reaction and what are you gonna do seeing these three individuals inside your majestic, powerful, gorgeous, beautiful garden? So he said yep, one right at the entrance. He's homeless. The second person's a thief. And he's stealing one. plants for your garden. And the third person is a mute. The person can't speak. And this is at the time where you're about to wrap it up. You're bringing your family right back to the entrance. And they're about to leave. So you go back to yourself and your garden. What are you going to do? What is your reaction? Honestly, my reaction is going to be a... So here's the thing. And obviously, right now, there could be multiple reactions. In the moment, I'm not... Right now, it's harder because when you're obviously in the moment, you're able to, like, react differently. But I could tell you, for someone who... I would never, obviously, want anybody to face homelessness. So I would... With the homeless person, I would probably just, like, take him somewhere where I'm able to get, like, keep him safe from food and give him food and shelter because, obviously... 
he's he sees this paradise as an oh I want to stay here I want to live here because he's probably yeah. never seen this before right. Then you have the thief who's obviously probably had a tough childhood. He's never really been disciplined, so all he feels is like stealing is the right thing to do because he's not able to earn something with his own bare hands. And that's a conversation you have to have and say, hey, like, have, did you work for this? So at that point, I would pursue legitimately either a, before I call the police, I would have a conversation with them to see what are you doing it for? Maybe, I know, a lot, I know a lot of people say for their family, for their kids, because they're not able to provide. So before I'm prejudiced and like I make a whole statement, I want to see like, what, what are you doing? Why are you stealing from my garden? And the person who's deaf and is not able to speak I would honestly, at that point, see if I can. If, and at, at, at this point, with the beautiful guardian, I'm assuming a well off, so I, I want to go help him out and see, take him to a doctor and help him out. Now, at the moment, obviously, I can react differently. You know what I'm saying? So, right now, us having this conversation, ironically, about this whole debate, it could change after the president either gets reelected or we get a new president. Because the moment happened, and this conversation could either be helping our argument or not but yeah um that's probably what i would do i'm not like an end of the day obviously in the moment again it's, it's different like people people can call me out people can do whatever but in the moment it's different like right now i'm thinking of thinking of things that i would do just multiple things i would do but i'm not going to share that's nice story. answers really nice beautiful answers and obviously yeah i know i threw you off with the scenario it's not a very uh a very unique kind of scenario but no, beautiful. <laughs> you threw me Time off. Duty at night. <laughs> I was like, God damn. I'm 30 at night. I'm like, yo, just give me my tea. Give me my honey. Why is this guy asking this question? Actually, I like it. If you think about it, it kind of, because um, when you ask this question, right, for me, I feel a lot has to do with pride and prejudice, right? And no matter who gets elected at the end of the day, because I remember when he when Trump got elected in 2016, everybody was though people were upset, they were like they wanted to give him like the upper hand, like they wanted to give him a chance and see what he would do. But I feel with your statement about the the poor man, the blind man, and the thief, they you have to understand their perspective from where they come from, and you have to understand yeah. your perspective and how you see things. It's important to have that conversation because sometimes when if people if you go to a homeless area like for us because we live in Toronto and they always go by, they always go by your cars yeah sometimes you feel it's it's sad because you're like I mm. wish I had something to do to help you you want to know what I would do in that situation you know? <laughs> I actually do I was gonna ask so you yeah just like yourself if I finish the tour of the most beautiful garden in the world. And I noticed that a homeless person was sleeping in the front, in the entrance. I would wake up the person and ask them if they're hungry. And if they are, I would tell them to pick from the fruits of this garden at your labor and to enjoy. And at the same time, obviously, I would ask if I have a butler or a person that works for me to set up the person, like you said, with a place to stay, maybe... <laughs> at my place or a place nearby, maybe for a few days or so, and to get the person situated and to know more about the person, where they come from, their history, and as to why they're sleeping on the steps of the garden. For the thief, if I was to mm -hmm. encounter a thief stealing from the garden, I would stop him, obviously. I would ask him, why is he stealing from me? Who are you? What led you here? 
And if you're smart, it's up to you. You have two choices. You continue stealing from me. Or if you want, if you do not steal from me ever again, I will allow you to work in this garden once a day. Actually, sorry. Once a week for a whole year. And within that one day, I will teach you everything and give you all the answers you want to know that'll help you get out of the situation that you're currently in. Now, for the last person, the mute, because obviously that's the hardest. I've only encountered a person who was mute once. And I remember I was working at McDonald's and it threw me off. Because obviously you see, you see in the movies, you see in like TV shows and all these different things. But I first encountered the person, I'll never forget, I was in McDonald's, probably 15 years old. And the person would always come in and he had a piece of paper and obviously a uh, piece of paper and pen. And he'd write down his order, and then he'd show it to me and stuff, right? He'd come a few times. And what shocked me, the guy kind of looked like he was a black person. So it was a young black teenager. So obviously, if a person was mute, the last person, once finding out that the person was a mute, I would immediately ask for a pen and paper and to ask for the person to write down the request. And what the request is, as long as it's beautiful and pure, I shall grant it to them at ease. And really to build a conversation because I don't know what yeah. you're here for. And I don't know what you're seeking of. So if I can help you, by all means, perfect. If you want to have a simple conversation or to just, I don't know, <laughs> learn something or just to say hi, by all means, it's possible, right? But it's upon me to take that step, that extra step. Three different individuals, three unique situations, but they entered my paradise, which is my garden, without my permission, understanding, or acceptance. But the way I chose to react to it and the way you chose to react to it was beautiful in both scenarios, in both cases, and it does make a positive outcome. Yeah. But we, as the owners of the garden, who already has everything, we decided to take the extra step. Why? Because it prevents bad outcomes and negative stereotypes and from evil intentions from all three different individuals with their own cases as pertain to them. So the point is, we're just the owner of a garden. Imagine if we're the <laughs> president of a country or we were an officer in law or a judge. You're going to encounter people who have certain issues and limitations and unique scenarios that you can't even fathom. But it's upon you to make the right choice, judgment, and path for that individual. But when you don't, you'll end up turning and creating a world that people cannot even fathom and are going to suffer for until the end of time. I love how you tied this analogy. I want yeah. to ask you a question. Hypothetically speaking, the thief happened to be your best friend that you haven't spoken to in so long. And then after you fixed him up, you helped him, you realize it was your friend. How different would that be? That would definitely hurt. It's like, A, it's going to hurt because someone he used to love. Of course. Like, what happened to you is one. And two, the decision is going to come from an emotional standpoint because, mm -hmm. as you said, it's all about making decisions, right? So I feel 
at end of the day, decisions should be objective, regardless of how you feel about someone. Because sometimes being subjective can obviously backfire on you as an individual. And for everybody that's listening, for our 40% viewers that are listening in America, our advice to you is do go and vote. Do go support whatever party you choose to go support. As Mohammed said, we are not defending each party. We're just talking about why it is important to vote. And obviously the election for, and like, yes, we're Canadians. We obviously vote as well. We don't all live in igloos. <laughs> just want to put it out there for all these Americans. I think that we do. You know, we do live beside Drake's house, though, so that, that's not a lie. But anyways, long story short, go vote, go share your voice, go share your opinion. I believe it's important to sh- share your voice. Like, a lot of the times I get upset when people say, oh, well, the person that is in power I don't like, well, why? Like, you know you have the opportunity to vote. Did you vote? No. Well, why didn't you vote? You know what's funny, Mohammed, is of that people will never have, people always have an answer to why they don't vote. But then when something goes wrong, you ask somebody they didn't vote, they'll never of have course. an answer. And I think to end it like this, doesn't matter if you have a small, doesn't matter if you have an amazing car, a terrible car, a big house, a small house, 10 friends, five friends, a beautiful girl, a girl you think is not attractive, whatever God or the universe, whatever you believe in has given to you, that is your garden. That is your garden, and it's full of things that you want it to be inside that garden. How you design it, how you make it look, it's up to you. The point is, you're going to open your garden to the people that you love. And that's your goal. And that's what you want as human beings. But there's going to be a time when someone is going to enter your garden without your knowledge or consent. It's how you choose how to respond to that situation and to that person will decide the outcome and the fate of the world that you want to live in. Not only for yourself, but the, for the for, for, but for the person that decided to enter your garden in that state of mind. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that statement. For everybody that's listening, we want to thank you, thank you. for uh, listening this long. <laughs> Again, we are we are consistent. I just want to put that out. Hey, man, you guys are in our garden by all means. We got love for you. So if some people want to come in the garden and start insulting, saying all these different things, hey, we're not gonna kick you out. We're not gonna douse water on you or look, get a line to attack and all these things. We welcome you by all means. <laughs> well, hold on, hold on. I, I, I am gonna put you through a stone cold starter though. Thank you so anyway, much for listening. Thank brother. you, Osama, for being a part of the conversation. Thank you for the listener, for listening. And by all means, You're welcome, I think this episode was really beautiful. But it's the answer that me and Osama gave on what we would do, I'm going to ask you, the listener, what would you do in the exact situation? You have a garden. You're about to leave with the people they came with. Three people. A person who's homeless, a person who's stealing, a thief. And the third person's a person who's mute, who's not able to speak. How do you act towards these three individuals and what will you do in that situation? And what did this scenario teach you about yourself, about the world, and about the world you want to see? Please send us the message because if you are able to do this, it knows that we are doing something something special with Waze and we will love you guys forever. Trust me, from the bottom of my heart. And I know from Osama's heart as well, we already love you guys enough. But to answer this question, 
and to send us the best of the best will mean a lot. Trust, it would mean so much. And once again, Ways 2.0, that's the Instagram handle. Kusa 300, Osama's handle. Muhammad.global, that's my handle. Listen to us on YouTube. Listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Anchor. All these different platforms. Share it. Spotify. Spotify, Spotify, Spotify. <laughs> We're everywhere. So the point We're is, on so many platforms people are entering my garden, like... people are entering Osama's garden, but we're trying to listen enter to the gardens of yours as well. So please welcome us and tell others about us. So therefore, we enter their gardens. They welcome us with love, not with confusion or hate. Beautiful way. <laughs> That's a good way to end it off. All right, take care, Osama. <laughs> All right, peace.